Sheesh. Sheesh. Round two. I wonder if um people know how many times sometimes we'll have to do an intro. Be like, no, nah, not good enough. Let's re re get into it. No one's actually noticed that we do the high ten at the start of every episode either. Hey, we've done a high five. It's, it's visible in every intro of. The Is it really? Episode, yeah. You make sure that's in there every time you do it. Like when an the Easter egg. Intro Easter music's really rolling shoot in. One. <laughs> it just helps you know us connect. Get the you know before we verbally connect, we're like physically connecting. Yeah. So across a. Hey, across the table. It was about a high eight and a half that time. Yeah, it was. Not all fingers touch, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard to coordinate, to be honest. They are. You need to have that good, like, slapping noise as well. Hopefully when you're editing, you don't see, like, the slap noise. Be like, oh, this is where I got it. <laughs> you just see all these, like, high peaks. Um, For those that don't know, like, editing too much, you'll see the peaks in the audio and stuff, and then you'll see these multiple, like, peaks and be like, where am I meant to be cutting this intro? Anyway, we're back for episode... 81. It is 81. Congratulations. You remember this time. Eight is one of my, oh, my favorite number. 18 is my favorite number. Is it? Yeah. This, this is your favorite number backwards. It is. So, so not my favorite it's, number. It's, it's my opposite. worst number. <laughs> oh, hopefully the pod goes okay in that case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like number eight. Yep. Cool. Born in 88. Oh, yeah. Both, so we're both Chinese born in 88. number, I think, is number eight. Oh, really? I thought it was like six or seven or something. I think bad number seven, isn't it? Chinese. Lucky. Number. Pretty sure it's eight because when you play the pokies, it's always lucky 88. It's the game, right. isn't it? I don't know. Well, maybe it's just eight eight is the lucky number together. Is eight 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 lucky in Chinese? In Chinese numerology, eight 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 usually means triple fortune. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Fair enough. As a form of strengthening of the digit eight. Yes, yeah, so the digit eight's okay. lucky. So triple eight. So we've got double eights in our birth year then. Well, I've got an. Uh, you got three eights. I was born on, the, on an eighth of a month in 88. There you go. Not 1888, though. That'd be... Pretty um, full on, right? Yeah, you old? Like, this would be a vampire. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Been a minute since I watched a vampire movie, actually. Yeah, that was of, a... I always thought they were kind of corny. I kind of liked them, but then again, I was like a bit of a Twilight Or kid. a vampire, yeah. Mm. I mean, there's a vampire and then there's a vampire romance. Yes, a bit different. So you got the Bram Stoker, Dracula, which is a really good... Um... Wait, it's on my, I've never actually seen it, and it's on my movie watch... You haven't, yeah. It's it's good with um Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. No, isn't there a way older version? There is a old. That's the one I'm talking about. No, like the the more the most popular one is the Gary Oldman one, where he plays Dracula and Keanu Reeves, Dracula isn't movie. it? Isn't it from like the '60s? Oh, this one's like from the '90s. '92, maybe it is that one. Yeah, I thought there was. Oh, there probably would be just a black and white one. There's like a thousand ones, and then there's Dracula two thousand. That's the one, is it though? Yeah, 1992. Yeah, that's the one. Graham Stoker, Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Can bring it up if you like. I'm just not. Uh, I don't. Not that into horror. I don't mm-hmm. mind them, but I don't follow every movie that comes. Like, I don't really know much about them at all. Is what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just like heaps into vampires for a while. So I've read like a whole bunch of different vampire. Like, obviously, you got Anne Rice books, which are super popular. Vampire so. Lestat. Vampire Lestat, but I really liked Queen of the Damned because it had like a really dope soundtrack with like Deftones and all that kind of stuff. So it really spoke to like the emo kind of. No one, no one understands me. Kind of vibe. Watch this sometime. Yeah, we can watch this one. We Soon. could have like a. We could oh, perhaps even today. We could oh. have like a vampire one, so we could you do. Dress up or something. I mean, it's... so you got Dracula. Halloween's right around the corner. It's in what two months? October thirty first. Blades, another really good one. That's a fun we one. We actually fly out on Halloween. Oh, do we? Up. Oh, should we? That's put... just no. dumb idea. <laughs> blade, yeah, Blade. Um. So yeah, you got Dracula. You got Blade. What else is a really good one? Um. I mean, the Finn modern. Helsing? Oh, that's kind of bad ish. I know. Yeah. Uh, but like the modern Dracula one with, um, I think, yeah, Dracula 2000. That's a fun one. Queen of the Damned which or maybe one has... Interview with the Vampire with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Yeah, that one's pretty classic. Yeah. That's a cult classic. Yeah. Which one has, um, his name? Fast and, not fast, six, gone in 60 seconds. His name? Oh, um, oh that's the oh, more that's a recent new one. one. The it Renfield is. or something. Renfield, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. So you mean Nicolas Cage is the name you're thinking of? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. How could I forget? I don't know. The Almighty. The Almighty, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like this old um, vampire one with a really, really young Jim Carrey, which I've seen. I can't remember what it's called. I think my girlfriend is a vampire, maybe. But yeah, Jim Carrey vampire. Vampire movie. Bye forever. Once bitten. Yeah, like, once I've, bitten. I've that's seen that it. DVD a bazillion times. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I've just seen the the DVD, the DVD case. cover. Yeah. How the hell did we get onto? I vampires? don't. Uh, because you're not born in 1888. 
Oh, and if yeah. you were, you'd be a vampire. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it was a different segue. No. Anyway, we got there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said, like, because we're talking about lucky numbers and you're like, well, oh, I'm yeah, not born in yeah, okay, yeah, If me. I was, I'd be that's a vampire. Yeah. 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 Lucky 88. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got to vampires. I know. <laughs> All righty. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed since last week because we recorded on Sunday. Oh, we so did too. It feels like it was two days ago. I don't know how people do two or three episodes a week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can cover and a lot that we don't cover. I yeah. guess if we could learn more things to talk about, we could. We could probably release more frequent schedules. But one a week is it's a lot of work. Oh, people it is. don't realize. Well, with the time that we have at the moment, like we've been, we actually have had a really good hustling kind of day. Like we smashed through our morning. It's only one thirty. We've got hours left. I know, but no, we make your own luck. Anyway, so we we didn't sleep in this morning, which is good. So we got up, got there plenty of time, got like morning coffees, smashed out our morning work and then got here. You like did meal prep in like record time in like an hour. And it's like I'm fast. smashing through listings as well. So, you know, so far right. so good. We're going to keep it going then. Yeah. Let's, don't, let's not let your backwards 81 number. No. I guess you're not most... Your least favorite number, technically, for <laughs> yeah. looking in a mirror. But that's the whole thing, right? Because, like, we want to enjoy tomorrow. And something something that we always try to do is, like, when we want to have, like, a day off together, um, whether it's a sabbatical or not, like, we, you know, leading up to it, we try to get everything done. So today is, like, all about trying to smash it out, like, get the podcast done. Basically getting a one-day weekend. Exactly. Fighting, fighting for that. Fighting for the hour. weekend is what we call it. We don't always get a one-day weekend. Sometimes we get no weekend at all and we're working or whatever it is. So, you know, to all those out there that are working nonstop. We talked about this last week. What, <laughs> Did we? What would it look like if you worked seven days a week? That's right. A very long time. It's, um... <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what would it look like if you're working seven days a week? And I had like a bloody, um, like a ginger ginseng kind of like brain focus shot before this. That's and not... my brain's not very focused right now. No. You can put any label on those things. Yeah, but it's got all the good stuff in it. Like ginger. Oh, what lemon. does it say on it? Energy what? No, it says it's a focus drink. It's a little mm-hmm. focus shot. So you've got ginger, ginseng, yep. lemon, yeah, but, orange. I mean, yeah, but it's not going to just focus you. It's like there's nutritional elements in there that might make you more stimulated or something. and make you slightly more focused. I think because the ginger is just a bit spicy, so it yeah, kind of so, gives you a bit of a buzz. That's you just what like, I'm saying. <laughs> or just like the lemon, just like makes you pucker sh- up. Shock, and, shock to the system. So it just, you know, zones you in a little bit, but it's good for you. Dubious. I mean, it's just juice, so it's pretty good for you. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Trying to be healthy. Uh, Drew showed me how to do a workout this week, which is. Um... <laughs> oh, here we go. No. Well, okay. So we got like a weight set. Not that anybody's probably really interested or not, but. You know, we have elliptical, we try to work out. Um, as we're kind of getting older, just that focus on like strength training and stuff. And I don't know if you know this, everybody, but I'm not much of a weights person. I've never really done weights You're before. More of a, a dance gal. I'm more of a dance gal, more of a cardio kind of thing, just running around, doing my thing. But um, with the weight set, I did like an arms day yesterday, which what you got the pool, pool arms day. Back and bicep. Yeah. Back and bicep. So I did that, and that was fine, actually. Drew was like, are you hurting or whatever? So and like, then- let's just put a, a preface this entire uh, conversation right now. Mm. I'm not an expert in weightlifting. Yeah, no, but you've got more experience than me. I mean, I've done them in the past, mm-hmm. not consistently, and I, I know how to do them, perhaps mm-hmm. not the best form. So, like, I'm just saying mm. I'm a novice in these, these waters. Yeah. In case anyone's confused by my... <laughs> <laughs> just putting uh, it out there but yeah. yeah um and my my arms and stuff were fine so obviously that means i didn't do heavy enough weights but two days ago not necessarily yeah two days ago i did a leg day so a lot of like lunges and things like that and i'm literally hobbling around for the last two days um there's that whole running joke of like don't skip leg day um or your legs are always going to hurt afterwards and like I didn't think that would hurt this much, to be honest. And here yeah, I'm just like hobbling around. For a while. Yeah. Um, but that's a, you know, fun new experience trying to get fitter and doing that sort of aspect. And yeah, my muscles hurt. What are we going to do about that? I guess I have to do more so they don't hurt anymore. <laughs> I mean, not straight away. Give them yeah. time to rest. Do some yoga, do you some stretch nourish outs. them. Stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Get some protein. Mm-hmm. Keep moving. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I had like a like a long work meeting yesterday and I had to sit down for like six hours. Rigor that was the worst. Meeting. Yeah, 
was like squirming around in the chair and stuff and like I was getting up hobbling around so everyone's like you're okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine <laughs> I'm not injured I'm just <laughs> very sore <laughs> very sore all right. Do you have any articles to, uh, or any interesting topics to bring up for the week? I mean, one of the ones that I found earlier in the week was just around, um, was it, this is the headline. So Bill Gates thought school wasn't interesting as a child. And it's just around like him, his thoughts on like the education system. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I'll see if I can uh, airdrop it to you with uh, this modern course, thing of inter- technology. I think a very small percentage of people enjoy it. Yeah. After, well, after the fact, you might look back and, and wish you were still there or, mm-hmm. you know, had enjoyed it more. It's just the, the lessons they teach you are kind of not that applicable or mm-hmm. particularly relevant beyond the age of 20. Yeah. Um, might need to toggle off on and off Bluetooth, but if that doesn't work, yeah, it's not. All right. It, someone caught a producer calling the shots all of a sudden. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Toggle, toggle on and off Bluetooth, yeah, just to make this – um. To come right. through because sometimes the airdrop doesn't work because Bluetooth is um. What can I do to help you pull this article up? Well, it should Google. work I now. Just, I could just have you could just it Google in. it. Yeah. So, uh, Bill Gates thought school wasn't interesting as a child. Bill Gates, school not interesting. Okay. Yeah. And is this is from a reputable CNBC. Yep. All right, pull it up yeah. on the screen. I just thought, Sarah. I thought it was just one of those things because I did not enjoy high school at all. Like I was, I was a bit of a nerd, I guess, it's, up until hang about- on. the title says "until a conversation with an eight grade teacher." So there's a second part of the story, the headline you're missing. Yeah, it's a whole different. When you're thinking about someone telling you that title, it's a very different conversation. Yeah, because he ultimately did like it. Well, and then why is interesting in asterisks like a little? I guess they just want us to read the article and mm-hmm. see the ads. Yeah. See why the super smart dude doesn't like school. All right. This is from CNBC, Sarah's article of choice. We just. Well, just I didn't allocate, have much to choose from. One, episode, one, yeah, uh, one purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is my one and only chance. At least it's not a BuzzFeed article or a favorite business insider. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Bill Gates thought school wasn't interesting as a child until a conversation with his eighth grade teacher. Uh, even Bill Gates thought school was boring. I think most people that get to that level mm-hmm. probably have the same idea or memory of school and not liking it. I haven't really heard of anyone that's, you know, billionaire status or mega successful that's like, I loved every minute of school. I made so many friends. I loved going to classes. It's either hated going to school, mm-hmm. dropped out super early, or I just flunked every class. They're yeah. the successful people. Well, usually it's that social – because, like, wasn't school designed for that social aspect anyway so people could socially interact with each other? I mean, that's that'd be an interesting uh, rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Just why school is the way it is. Yeah. Because there's probably so many opinions, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. all, You always hear about, oh, we need to improve the schooling system, the education city, but, like, Unless you know the foundations and how it's built and why it doesn't change that frequently, stuff like mm-hmm. it's hard to weigh in on having an opinion on how the entire education system's run. Yeah, and then you have like you know big um, entrepreneurs that says you don't need school or yeah. school's crappy, like you don't learn anything from that. And like a lot of the stuff or the lot of life skills I've learned are outside of school. You didn't I'd... use trigonometry. <laughs> do you no, know, do you even know what that is? That's the triangle one. Yeah. What's yeah. the formula for it? No idea. <laughs> Don't, the don't, triangle, and you have to measure the angles. Yeah, I didn't like when I went to uni. I did nothing with maths, so okay. yeah, no idea. Um, I guess I use some of like the English stuff, um, but other than that, like a lot of those ones, maybe they're just you know subconscious. But you know, you had the careers class and all that kind careers of things. Careers class. Yeah, you had like in in year ten, you had like a careers class once a week just to help you find out what it is you want to do in your future and stuff. Very bizarre. What's the What's the hit rate on that? Um, probably not very much. In terms of a kid actually yeah. just falling in love with the idea, then making a, a career. Well, because I wanted to be an archaeologist, and the teacher was like, "Yeah, your grades aren't good <laughs> enough for that." So that's kind of fucked up. It's like, yeah, like what you've learned, what you exist, year ten. Yeah. Basically, up until like year six, is just like foundational. Don't pick mm-hmm. your nose. Yeah. Here's that account, right? It's pretty mm-hmm. much what you're learning. Yeah. And then high school is where you're learning everything. But everything you've learned from like year seven to year ten, mm-hmm. 
it's not that much information. You could probably, if you wanted to just be a gangster, just learn all that in one year. Yeah. So for them to tell you, like, it's not an option based on your grades, you could make such a difference in one year if you were, like, focused from, like, year 10 to year 11. And it's just, like, they've just written you off as, like, any of your, your dreams that you, want, that you could possibly pursue. And they're just like, nah, your current grades aren't good enough. No. It's, and kind of, it's a heap it's, shit. It, of course it is. And, like, I guess their job is to keep it real and stuff. But wouldn't they do, like, well, if that is one you want to do, this is what you need or this is what you need to get there. But, yeah, it was, like, in year 10, it was to help you pick your, your 11, year 12 classes and stuff. Just a big red X stamp. Yeah. Stamp. No. Your idea. Not um, possible. But that's the whole thing that I never really liked about school is, and I guess a lot of people have this issue, like, it's just a means to an end. Like, you need to fit into a box to be able to get to, like, oh, here's a math term, X, Y, and Z kind of thing. So. It's just an interesting concept that, I don't know, like is... A squared plus B squared equals... C squared. Yeah. Is that trigonometry? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So the side of one plus mm-hmm. the side of two equals the side of the, the long side or the slanted side. Easy. I'm never going to need that. But if you draw, if you need in like a... You want to make a frame for some art, you mm-hmm. need to know what yeah, they just, are. I'll just Google it. No. <laughs> Checkmate right there. <laughs> okay. But is that the whole thing as well? Like, but like when- you learn so much on the CAC, sorry to cut you off. Like, yeah. That's just like the basic. Mm. So people use the build, like, like carpenters and stuff back in the day. You need to know these kind of things. Yeah. Now you've got calculators and stuff yeah, for it. Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. Like the things that you used to have to do on calculators, I probably still do. Mm-hmm. If all the sine and cos function and all that, it's mm-hmm. just like, come on, we're not, we ain't using that. No, not at all. Like, unless if you're going to be, yeah, an engineer or if you're going to be an architect or things like that, you're not going to need those heavy calculations. What was sine and cos and tan even for? Remember what that was called? No. <laughs> you remember that at all? No, I did, like, general maths, oh. and I did not pay attention. We just, like, chatted to – used to get in trouble a little bit. We so just, just, like, chatted the whole like time. I'm speaking a different language. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, <laughs> I did the article. <laughs> uh, so, it was on a, a podcast. I was going to – Breathe through it. I don't know. Really want to watch it? Mm, probably not. Um, this is more of teacher, just like to... teacher spotted potential in. Sorry, this is just the article um, being summarized. He was on a podcast and talking about how he didn't like it. Uh, a teacher took the opportunity to encourage Gates to put some effort into his education. Made a huge difference that he thought that he sort of thought I was wasting my time. It changed my whole view. So just like had a nice teacher, basically. Right. And that's that's what it can come down to, though. Like if, if you have a – and that's why I really liked history. I had a really engaging history teacher, and I absolutely loved it in year 10, and that's why I wanted to, you know, sort of see – you know, I loved learning about ancient history and stuff. So what did you tell him? Does he know that you're having a conversation a with the- Sorry, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but, like, do they converse with the, the teacher that's that's – potentially going to get you that career path. It's not like you're the three of you sitting in a room together. It's like no. one-on-one career person being like, your grades aren't good enough, as opposed to having the closest relevant teacher yeah, exactly. to, to that sort mm. of topic or um, that class to then be like, hang on, what can she do? And then mm-hmm. the person that's most likely going to give you steps in the right direction is actually there to help you, as opposed to just, just a, some random, like, they, I don't think they were, the like, a full, like, a proper teacher. I think they were just, like, a fill-in teacher or maybe, know. like, a counsellor. basically you just, all you're doing is, you know, there's, like, a word association. You just draw a line between two words. It's basically, like, this person to this. Yeah. No, this person to this, maybe. Because I remember, I remember no the, the old-school, like, careers book. You'd open it up and you'd be like, all right, this is what I'm going to study. Goes refer to page, blah, 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 and, like, these are subjects you need for it. Yeah, what is the careers person? What expertise do they need? I don't know. They were, like, one of the church ladies. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, hell. <laughs> But then, yeah, but it was just like one of those ones. I had maybe a handful of teachers that were really good, and then that was about it. So, yeah. That sucks. And the it's teacher- just some lady from the church. Yeah, and it can the teachers can make or break, right? Like if you don't have an engaging teacher, and it goes with anything, whether it's you're, at, you're in a workplace and if you don't have an engaging leader or if you don't have an engaging mentor or things like that, then that's going to really affect the way that you approach the work. Like if you don't have anybody that can motivate you in the right way, then there's not a lot, not like, not a lot, but it can really, I guess, affect the pathway, which actually kind of ties in what you've been reading this week about, um, what's his name? The samurai? A samurai? 
yeah. Miyamoto Musashi. Where he's like, he's a mentalist. Miyamoto Musashi, sorry. Yeah, where he's like a mentalist um, samurai kind of thing. And he's like, he doesn't have anybody like leading him or following him and stuff as well. So it kind of, kind of goes both ways. You can either have someone who's really engaging or don't have anybody at all. But if you have that shit person, that gonna that's going to really like affect your path. Yeah. And I mean, if they're, especially if it's someone that's interacting with hundreds of kids. Mm-hmm. So like a huge bottleneck to that, to that entire school, basically, yeah. of the potential. Mm-hmm. And you have like just, whether it's... Or it's going to be like, she said it wasn't good enough, she said it wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. and then everyone else is just getting average. Or like trying to chase average results. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, you know, not chasing their dreams or trying to do some job they're really passionate about. It's like, oh, she just said to be a, a nurse, so I'm going to be a nurse. Not not to... Nurses. No, I know. And there was a, I was listening to... um. It was one of the, like, the Bad Friends podcasts, and Bobby Lee, who's one of the hosts, was, I think, I can't remember who it was he was talking to, but they said, you know, their teacher told them they'll never amount to anything. Like, they're, like, troublemakers or whatever, and here they are, you know, being really successful later in life. So, who are they to tell us that we can't be what we want to be? Yeah, where are their credentials? Yeah. That's what you should have said to her. Mm-hmm. She said, I just lay out snacks on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> Teach choir, whatever. <laughs> Sunday school, mm-hmm. Sunday mass. All right, so that was a great article. <laughs> it's more of just to, so I, I guess, like engage in conversation. No, I get it. So it says here 75% of teenagers report feeling bored in the classroom. Add to that stress and tiredness also contribute to their negative outlooks. I mean, imagine kids these days. We mm. didn't have, like, we only just had Snake on our Nokias in, like, yes. year 12 and stuff. There wasn't much you could do. No, you weren't, like, you didn't have, I mean, Facebook was only just starting to be a thing. MySpace was dying out. Yep. Um, with the scrolling aspect, you actually had to hit the bottom load more. It wasn't, the infinite scroll didn't exist yet. Yeah, so you couldn't get Facebook and stuff. And it weren't even, Facebook wasn't even out. They weren't even out when we had it out in, like, year 12. No, that's so, true. Like, imagine them just, every kid just doing TikTok in every class, 30 mm-hmm. TikTokers in every class. No, it didn't have that kind of distraction at all. You just leave it in your bag. If you left it at home, you know. That's that's fine. And just be like, oh, did my my crush message me today? You wouldn't be able to get away with anything at school these days. No, because everything would be every kid's got a a phone mm. or a camera on their phone. We didn't have that, so you can just imagine like lunch break, kids making TikToks. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the whole thing? Remember, we referenced like an article ages ago where they're thinking about locking kids' phones up do. in schools and they're stuff. Yeah, in those um, Farrah Faraday bags. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you can't. You know, you need a magnet to get it. To unlock the pouch to get your item or device out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we used to, like, the big kids 100% every school making TikToks at lunch break. It's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't want to be in school these days. So, of course, it's going to be boring for you in class when you. But basically, two times, a, like, how many lunch breaks do you get? Two or three, right? No, you get one recess and one lunch, and that's, that's it. Two. Yeah. But, like, you're just craving. You're on TikTok on morning scrolling, going to class, learning mm-hmm. about, I don't know, Athens or something you think is quite boring. And then you have a little 10-minute recess, 20-minute recess, TikTok, 10 minutes back to class. Like, I could only imagine how boring some of the classes are to the kids these days, even though the, the curriculum probably, has, probably hasn't changed at all since we were there mm-hmm. 15 years ago. It's quite a while. Well, it's probably, yeah, the same bas- basic maths. He's probably still studying like Shakespeare Just and Jane di- Austen. and Way more distractions Yeah, in between the classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather crazy. than focusing down. Yeah. Tough. Tough days. You're right. You had a school. Yeah, I am right. <laughs> you had a school union yet? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, It's been 15, I don't know, 18, 18 years oh. since high school. Haven't, I, if, if it feels like about seven years. It does. It doesn't feel that long at all. Um, I think I remember hearing because I'm still connected. Connected sounds like I'm the mafia. I still I'm still in touch with the, some girlfriends and stuff from school. And I remember a while back someone was trying to organize something like the ten year one, but it sort of fizzled out. So unless if they've, I would have heard about it if they've had a reunion by now, but they haven't. So it'd be a, it must be a twenty. Yeah. Week. But the, it'd be funny because, like, the person that would have to do the reunion would probably be the school captain, right? They're the ones that would have to probably organize something. Yeah. Or, like, the council, like, the, the of that year who was, like, on the council get, or something like that. the hell? School council? 
Yeah, I did like not remember that. You at know, all. you have your you have your school captain. You got the vice captain. I mean, we had it. It wasn't like a. I don't think it was a big deal. I don't don't. Re- but uh, anyway, like one of the girls. Does that give you any benefit in life? It looks good on your. Captain? It looks good when you're applying to universities and stuff, right? Like being valedictorian or whatever it is. It looks good on your Does resume. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. But one of my. One of the girls in my girlfriend's group was actually the school captain, and then she's like, doesn't care. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like, what percentage after 20 years even care? Yeah. I'd say she's busy doing less her than thing. 20%. Yeah. Maybe, like, the vice captain would because they were pretty They're much part of, like, t- the so do-gooder. for two decades. Yeah. Because they didn't get the yeah. top role in high school when no. everyone, no one knew it any mm-hmm. better. Yeah. But, yeah, no, high school oh, reunion. What about you? Have you heard of any whispers or no? I it, think there was a 10-year one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but, like, even if there was, was, you wouldn't just, go to it, right? Well, it's just organized by people that had kids, like, the day after high school ended. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that just got pregnant immediately and then they've had a kid for 10 years. And you're like, well, I haven't really done much or progressed much in the last 10 years. You you guys, your life has changed. You've had to go to 10-year-old now and we're just, like, only just getting Decent jobs or decent pay. Yeah, just getting started. So, so that, a, I think the ones that were organising, just the ones that had kids and wanted to just get out. For get out and socialise <laughs> and stuff. So that, that is a good question. Like if you went to just say a 20-year reunion. That's a bit different, yeah. Yeah, to see how that would go. But, yeah, if there was a 10-year reunion, would you go? And I probably would not because I did not like high school. I wasn't there a lot of I the time. I was times. thinking about this as well. Were you? Yeah. Like what is a high school reunion for? For people to rub their success in other people's faces. Okay, so what if you're not successful? Though? So, like, this, that's just 50 50 at the point. I mean, mm-hmm. 50, assuming 50% are like successful, mm-hmm. it's really how they feel inside. Yeah. The, the, the 20% that are like relatively successful, and in their eyes, they're successful because they've achieved what they've wanted to. Mm-hmm. There's like 20%, and the 80% are probably just like chill, have kids, have a normal job, aren't too stressed about. You well, know, they- just trying to be have a gigantic property or huge successful life that is happy, content people. The other option is like getting the gossip and be like, oh, what's this person exactly. up to? Exactly, but like all of it is is to like, like you leave high school in a certain um, mindset. Or like people view oh. view you a different way, right? You can um, put the Wi-Fi on and off, and it should pop up. Like when you leave high school, you're like, oh, there's like James, Eric, whatever, and then you view them in that light. But in your mind, you don't. If you don't talk to them, you don't know them for the next twenty years. Yeah, you still have that kind of viewpoint of them, of their personality. So really, the people that are going that aren't successful, they're just trying to either improve or just not slip in there. How they're perceived mm-hmm. since high school, it's That's just fair. like it's trying to up like maintain a front from high school that makes sense it's yeah. kind of hard to describe no i hear what it is that you're saying because just it's not working no it's not working because no because like if you're a massive nerd mm. and you just hated being a nerd this is just a weird example but you you either go to a high school reunion to improve mm-hmm. how you're kind of perceived that you're not as much of a nerd since then perhaps not really making a lot of sense. No, it sounds like you're trying to describe Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, really? Yeah. Have I, you seen that movie? I think I have. Yeah. No, because like when, when there's a big space of time between seeing someone, you remember them as they were then, at right? That, because you haven't grown de- time, and developed yes. with them. Like you haven't had any shared experiences. So <laughs> even if you've grown as a human being, that person that maybe used to be friends with or whether they were enemy or they're a bully or whatever it was, you still see them as that person like 15, 20 years ago or whatever it is because you haven't grown up with, you haven't grown with them. Yeah. So you sort of want to see, are they still that person or are they someone different? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just trying to say it a little but like bit more. There's two people. There's people that are successful. They're not worried about that, that, that change. It's the people that don't, like want to go and just are just going because it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it depends like how confident you in yourself and exactly. like how much self worth do you have. So like if you if you're happy where you are in life, if you're confident, if you've filled up your cup, like all that kind of stuff, then you're not going to care about what other people think, and you're not going to care what you think get, of other people. Not many people get to that point though. Very no. very few. So the ones that are going, mm-hmm. 
that haven't gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know. I'm not making a whole lot of sense. No, of no. So you got you got you got the two sides. You got the people that have. Um, Maybe I'm just. I think I'm oversimplifying. Overcomplicating it. Well, I'm just simpl- oversimplifying the mindsets that people are in. I'm just yeah. saying success and non-success. Yeah. You're either happy where you are or not happy where you are, and you either want to judge people or don't want to judge people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's really going to go? I don't know. Probably the judgy people. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so then pe- it comes down to out of the out of those, mm-hmm. like, like who's the? Because then there's still a scale, right? There's mm-hmm. still a a spectrum. Of like how comfortable are you? The guy that has a hundred million dollars in the bank, mm-hmm. potentially. I don't know if anyone in my school would that much. Maybe you never know. That's the thing. Good, if they got into property or something like They're that, they probably or... got into property mm-hmm. straight after high school and have not touched social media. Mm-hmm. They worked three jobs. Those are where it's at, you know, working hard, hustling. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any articles? Uh, do I have any articles? Yes. Anything uh, cool to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Subjective. Subjective. Subjective cool. I haven't been on top of the news much this week. No, so it's, it's been, been a, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, it's only been yeah four and a half days since we did our last episode. Um, I've threads sliding massively. Heard about that? So that's dropped like eighty percent of of uh, monthly mm. users. Is like is X dropping as well, or is it staying the same? I think I don't know. I've or is really, it just like the hype stuff? I haven't been on social media much at all. I'm actually thinking about doing a month challenge. Yeah, one second. Mm-hmm. Your Why boy you can't type something? and read at the same time. You can't. Your your boy, this boy, this boy, this boy with your cool cool glasses on. <laughs> I think that's what's like tripping me up. I can't take you seriously at the moment. What's wrong? <laughs> NBC News after a hot start, Meta's thread struggles for traction. I don't. I mean, did we see this coming, or were we all just too optimistic? Not even optimistic. We just jumped on the bandwagon. I think we talked about this being being a bandwagon anyway. That it's probably going to have a bit of a drop off if they're not going to if they're not um engaging people or making exciting or enticing people to stay on that platform then people are just going to like drop off like if if it's new and you're not used to it and there's no like motivation to like stay on there and use the platform and stuff and then they're just going to yeah. go back to what they were using before exactly what this article is saying i mean what's the draw card ultimately hmm. like if you if you're getting the exact same benefits you are from twitter slash x whatever you want to call it then you're just going to go back to where everybody else is anyway. Like if you're if you're sharing the same content across, so whatever it is that you're posting on, you know, threads, you're posting the exact same thing on Twitter and you're not getting that engagement anyway, then you might as well just choose one and stick with it. All right, this is from NBCnews.com. After a hot start, Meta's thread struggles for traction. It's new desktop version. So that's something they've changed this week or mm-hmm. added on. Uh, maybe... Maybe the hook some users need, though the question remains, why post on threads? Uh, despite an initial explosion of signups and engagement numbers, threads is struggling to craft its own identity. Uh, an analysis of Android users by similar web, a digital data and analytics company, estimated that the daily active users on threads Android app peaked at 49 million in early July and fell to 10.3, so an 80% drop on Android users. Pretty massive. Of Android users on the Threads app. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's only, what, mid-September, so we're looking at six to eight weeks. Oh, because Apple have that option where you can choose not to share your um info. So they probably can't get accurate info from iPhone users, only from Android users. If that's a thing, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Apple have this uh, built-in thing where you can choose not to share your data. So, but why would? Doesn't make sense though. Wouldn't Meta? Wouldn't Instagram want to share their numbers for s- stakeholders? Yeah, but I'm just saying they market? can't get the exact numbers from why iPhone not? users. They say similar. Says so data. Yeah, they still got data though. It doesn't say they don't have any data. Mm-hmm. Hey, some data. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> they got some. <laughs> they got a little bit of data. <laughs> a bit Daily of data. active users on Threads peaked at twenty six point seven million a week after its launch and down thirty. So it's 
yeah, it's dropped substantially. Celebrities mm-hmm. aren't posting. Um, new desktop version, which is kind of cool, I believe. You can uh, search. Threads.com, is that what it is? It would have to be. No. Wait, what? Was it .co, maybe? .co. No. What's the what's the URL for threads? They'd have to have something because net. Ah. Uh... Wait, why do, they don't have .com? No, because they wouldn't have been able. To, they probably offered to buy it or yeah, someone, but they're and the they're just like, nah. the, It's the richest richest company there is. They can't overtake it. Yeah, you can buy URLs all the time. What is if this? you like if you like a URL? Yeah. If you offer enough money, someone will sell it to you. This is hey, we got to pause and this is kind of crazy. They couldn't. Maybe they. You'd assume they'd want .com. They didn't. Yeah. They cause... didn't want to have to use .net. Of course, they would want .com. So is this company just not? Not biting. They're, they're not playing ball. How much ball. money would they have thrown at them? They could have thrown ten million dollars at them. They could have. So this one says that this particular Threads.com is a Slack replacement designed for makers. Why doesn't Threads own Threads.com? Because if you were this company, you're like it would take a hundred grand. And then change yeah. their name. But tangles with thread.com. So there's been some articles. Go to the first article. First one. Interesting. Bazinga. See, I got an eye for detail. Do you? Two eyes for detail? What's this article? Oh, man. I think I've just article? got it hacked. No. With ads. Meta unfurls threads, but, dang, but tangles with... Oh, interesting. Yeah. So meta unfurls... Furls? Unfurls, yeah. Never heard that word. Threads, but mm-hmm. tangles with threads.com. Started by three former Facebook employees. Interesting. This is from July. So it's relatively recent. Um, so what happened... Users, users can, oh, this is from uh, Benzinga.com, by the way. Users can download the app on their phone, obviously talking about threads here, mm-hmm. or visit threads.net to get direct to the proper download page. Users who visit threads.com are greeted by a different company, which is a Slack replacement designer for makers. The company provides ways for companies to share their work and connect teams. Ah, it's owned by Salesforce. They're just as huge. Okay. Yeah, so Salesforce is like... Massive. Yeah, but Meta's probably ten times bigger. There you go. Google, Google that. Sales for Salesforce. Oh God! Did... Go on. So I'm only I'm limited. limited <laughs> I'm limited to ten Googles per episode. Sarah. <laughs> you got a cap. <laughs> um. So along with Threads.com, Threads owns the Threads account on Twitter. Mm-hmm. No affiliation. Wait. So Threads.com owns the Threads account on Twitter. Yes. Ah. Interesting. I just wonder how much money they would have offered for that. Interesting. This Facebook.com. Um, yeah, so they, not much about it, but then it references fa- um, Facebook. They changed. Uh, Facebook spent 200K back in the day to get Facebook.com. They had the Facebook.com and they wanted Facebook.com. Right. So 20, 200 grand back in the mm-hmm. day. And then in 2010, Facebook also acquired the FB.com domain from the American Farm Bureau Federation. 8.5. Paying. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm assuming because Salesforce own threads.com that they're just like, nah. Yeah, I guess so. It all goes to the, the top guy at the end, at the yeah. top of the mountain anyway. I'm pretty but sure like Salesforce would have, is have a, has a pretty decent um, foothold. Yeah, but is threads.com that important to them? It's it's like it probably it probably be like an alpha thing, right? Be like, we're not we're not yeah. selling to you. Yeah. Exactly. They had Matthew McConaughey doing one of their ads, you know, at the Super Bowl. Salesforce. <laughs> He's worth so much money. <laughs> um so, yeah. yeah, we've got off topic there. So threads dot uh dot net, the desktop version. Whoa, we got we're getting way out way off track. Way, today. way, way off? Way out there. <laughs> I haven't logged in, so I can't. Show, see. Show, show the desktop version. Basically, there is a desktop version 
Um, but the ultimate question, this is from consultant Matt Navara. What's the why am I here for threads? Like, what, why are people even going there? Because it was... Cause um, it's hot. It was hot. It was new. It was shiny. Yeah. It was, it was you know, people... Because at that time, people were hating what Twitter or X were doing and they happened to launch it at a time where people were like, you know, fuck, fuck Twitter, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, Elon Musk sucks. And then Twitter and then Threads was all like, hey, why don't you pop on over here and join us? We'll make you happy. The thing is, they're not doing anything unique. No. So that's the, that's the problem. That's why people aren't coming back. It's because they... It's the same, same. It's the same. Like, they just don't know what to post there because it's still kind of confusing. Yeah. I mean, if- you can post whatever you want, obviously, but people are just confused about... Why, if I'm like scrolling my phone and just going through different mm-hmm. apps until I find something that's interesting, why, why am I going there? Yeah, and like plus, what, if you're who's there and why am I going there? And if you're if you're popping over from like Instagram and you're an Instagram user, you're mainly a visual person, right? You're not a text based person. Yeah, like you're not used to. You would have had X to begin with. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's what we sort of talked about. You'd be familiar with how to do that to begin with, but if you're because you automatically got one when you're with Instagram anyway. Like if you're if you're a photo person, then you're just kind of like, do I just post the same photos here or do I just use Instagram? Like like you said, people are confused, nothing really new. The the Yeah. I mean it may become its own thing, its own unique Time will tell when it comes to these new sort of social media platforms. But unless they sort of make that clear to people mm-hmm. that, you know, this is the roadmap for the next five to ten years, this is where it can be, mm-hmm. then people are gonna forget about it. Completely. Whereas, like, X is he's. I mean, Elon's saying it's going to be. You know, we have to trade stocks on there. We have and to everything watch movies app. on there. Mm-hmm. We have to do it. Do everything on there. But that's the roadmap. Might not be set in stone of, of like in terms of a date mm-hmm. or, or a timeline of when things are going to happen. But he's but at least you know yeah. where it's going and why it's worth sticking around and continuing to build mm-hmm. a following there or even engage with. it. I don't know, a community that you're into or whatever. In the meantime, whilst you wait for these changes to come, you don't really know what's going to be added to threads. Mm-mm. It could turn into like a Substack type thing where you can post super long form or blogs yeah. or newsletters, like that kind of thing. Like, what is it? What What is their plans? Yeah, right now it's just the app's pretty cool, and now you can it's do it nice, on desktop. It's nice. It's slimline. It's sexy. But now you can do it on desktop. That's yeah. We don't know what's coming next. Mm. Interesting. The party X is going to win by the sounds of it. I mean, everyone, we were were excited. We they got whatever. Yeah, you're in the first of one million. Was I? Yeah. That's pretty cool. They had like 100 million signups in that first week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, I was curious. I'd be like, what number is Mark Zuckerberg? He's number one. Does it actually say that? Is that number actually? Yeah, yeah. No, I had a look because I was just like searching and I think it was like, um, Mark Manson, Mason, that wrote the I Don't Subtle Art of Not Giving a, a Fuck book. Um, he's like number like 600 and something. You've sworn a lot this episode. No, I haven't. It's the third time. Is it? My post has been removed. What post? Hey, here we go. Oh. What post has been removed? Your post has been removed. <laughs> a post about my sold stack from eBay. Oh, really? Funny. What did it get removed for? What is it saying? Like privacy. Your post has been removed. Your post goes against our community guidelines on commerce violation. Our guidelines encourage people to express themselves in a way that's respectful to everyone. If you think you made a mistake, you can ask us to review our decision. I think I'm being trolled here. I think someone's reported your post. So the post is just a bunch of postage. It says, quite a drop in volume this week. It's going to be hard to beat the previous week with the huge bundles that were going out. More stats were down with the exception of the holding time of this. Uh, this is not a very good caption, we'll say. Most stats are down with, mm-hmm. the, with the exception of the holding time with the sales we did getting get moving a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even edit it now. It's been taken down. Um, doesn't really say much. You just broke the policy, I guess. I think you should ask them to review and just be like, hey, what's the dealio with this? That's very bizarre. Like, because you posted about stats and stuff before. It only opened up when I posted on threads. It went into threads, though, not Instagram. Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. 
Maybe you're bragging too much. No, I didn't do I, anything. No, I know. You weren't. Someone reported that. Someone would have, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Oh, well. It's such a harmless little... I won't post my salt stacks. Interesting. What the, I wonder what the commerce guidelines are. That's, that's interesting. Like, commerce. Sabata. That's so bizarre. Hey. Anyway. Can't stop a freight train. <laughs> you are a bit of a freight train. Doot, doot. <laughs> you get my little conductor hat. Yeah. You would actually look pretty good in that little conductor hat, little stripe, little uh, controller. Was it the Thomas the Tank Engine? Was it fuck, fuck controller? What was it? Fuck, fuck controller. In a like a Liverpool accent. Like Ringo Starr did the voice of the controller, I think. Anyway. What else? Um, my back's cooked is what else? <laughs> Tweet your back. So, yeah, Thread's sort of um, dead in the water, it would seem. Maybe, maybe it just heard you talking about Thread's just then, right? And Thread's were like, I'm going to get you back. And, like, <laughs> you know, blocked your post to be well, like. Well, it didn't come. It was an Instagram post, but it didn't come up until I went onto the Thread's app. Because mm. when I clicked the thing away, I was in Thread's. Yep. Interesting. Could have been. I didn't even post it on Thread's. I don't know, baby. Very bizarre. Do you reckon they're listening? Oh, 100% they're listening. Because, like, when you talk about stuff, that's when ads come up on your phone, remember? Like, the like the microphone's listening or whatever it is that you're Googling is saved. And then it's like, this is popping up for an ad. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to you going, going in certain areas. What are you doing with this? Stockholm Syndrome. You know what it is? Yeah. People are kidnapped or taken captive. And then they start liking their captive. So 50 years ago today, Mm -hmm. a bizarre prank, a bizarre bank heist spawned Stockholm Syndrome. Mm -hmm. That's when it was... Coined? Coined, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bank heist. Were they just handsome gentlemen? And then the women were like, I don't know if it was handsome or charismatic. I'm not sure why. That's... I don't yeah. really know much too, much too much about the story. An escaped Swedish convict, this is from Washington Post, I'm probably only going to be able to read a small portion of it. An escaped Swedish convict disguised with a woman's curly wig, blue tinted sunglasses and dyed black moustache and rough cheeks walked into a Stockholm bank shortly after it opened in 1973, fired a submachine gun into the ceiling oh. and yelled, in English, with an American accent, the party begins. Okay, that's it. Kind of creepy. Mm. Um, wait, let's, we don't have time to go through all this. But basically, obviously, there was hostages. Yep. And Something about pornography videos above there. Number day three was the bond. So hang on, let me. Obviously, someone took over a bank here. Mm-hmm. Um, employees became hostages. Uh, the whole concept of Stockholm Sweden is the the ones that are uh, captive. What's the word? Like held captive. Held captive. Yep. Sort of having a, f- a fatuation mm-hmm. or you know a fondness or a liking to the actual criminal are- or people that are keeping them captive, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, fifty years ago this week. But then there's a lot of conversation now about like, is it a real condition or was it just invented by this woman? Like, or right. Is, so everyone knows about it, right? It's yeah. a household thing. Everyone mm-hmm. has heard the term. But apparently it's never actually been included in. Like scientific journals or like psychology journals and stuff as well. Exactly. Is it just because it's like a one-off thing? It could be. Well, it's like the whole then, like cult thing, right? Like people. Yeah, Exactly. You know, because they're charismatic and because they maybe, like, care for them or have that, um, like, that personality type of just, like, being larger than life, then they start liking for them. I guess, you know, that's a – whether it's a, have, you know, having a cult or being a cult leader and then starting to have these people that follow you and are devout to you and stuff, like, that's a very similar thing. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're just very handsome or very chasm- charismatic and maybe the, the person that was – infatuated was a bit mentally unstable or something like that. Who knows? This guy knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving you a chance to read, sorry. I oh, know, that's all right. So is Stockholm Syndrome a genuine disorder? Mm. Despite its fame, Stockholm Syndrome has never been included in the diagnostic 
and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, also known as DSM. DSM. The handbook used by healthcare professionals in the United States and much of the world is considered an authoritative guide on the treatment of mental conditions. Jess Hill, an inter- investigative journalist who forces or focuses on gendered violence, researched the origins of Stockholm Syndrome for her book, See What You Made Me Do. What you made me do? Um, you have to read all of it. I mean, you can. Uh, made the assumption based purely on what he'd observed from an outsider's perspective, that they had a syndrome without there being any diagnostic criteria, without there being any type of study, and that's what the basis upon with Stockholm Syndrome is born. So there's like nowhere to basically test for it. No. It's just, I, it's just a, it's not scientific at all. Yeah. Stockholm Syndrome became a way of silencing an indignant, angry, exhausted, courageous young woman who was speaking about the realities of the event from her point of view. It has nothing to do with the psychology of Kristen and Mark. It was silencing strategy. Interesting. There you go. Mm. Okay. How does it make you feel? Um, I don't know. Hopefully I won't, if I ever get held captive or kidnapped or whatever, I don't start falling for my um kidnappers. I read this disturbing article the other week about this kid who was held captive by his mum and he was forced to play like like be like a dad that makes sense oh take on like the patriarchal role yeah like he was like locked in his room and stuff and just made to like sleep in her bed and have sex with her and things oh my god that's terrible i think i don't don't know how i'd find it What, what would i even search I know, um, probably just like the first sentence he said, maybe it might pop up. Cap- I mean, what's a different word to captive? Kidnapped. Be kidnapped and stuff. I mean, kidnapped son. Yeah. How am I going to find this? Well, you do have like those stories of like the parents kidnapping them or like strangers kidnapping kids and then bringing them up as their own and they think that the- that's their parents. I'm never going to find it. I mean, how many, kids say, are, how many kids are kidnapped forced, every day? That's, forced that's to act like problem. a dad. There's... Forced to act like a dad. Oh, you're good at that. You're good at thinking about that. Yeah, that's hey, forced to. I mean, it's kidnap, chuck kidnapping at the end yeah. there. Yeah, Maybe. I'm never gonna find a man. This probably happens every day. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> but yeah, he was like eight, and he, he was, they found him at like seventeen, and he was made. To, I think he had to do, it's made to do drugs or like some sort of um, prescribed out, medications and stuff. Those people aren't meant to, like, gonna find it. you know, look after children at all. That's terrible. Poor little kid. Because they're, like, impressionable. They probably think that's, like, what happens. I think it was at that point where he knew it was wrong the whole time. Like, yeah. Eight-year-old, you, you should, you know what I mean? They probably have their wits about them. Yeah, plus, like, TV, internet, all that kind of stuff. You'd it's always horrible when you see, watch the news and they're like, oh, this house down the street that everyone thought was the normal house has ha- got like a torture basement under underground in the you know. Oh, it's like that that husband and wife that had like twelve children oh, and they no. kept them oh, kidnapped. That was horrific. That kept them kidnapped inside and they only got discovered because right? um sisters and there's a few brothers and then they found out because one of the sisters was able to cr- crawl through a window. Oh, that's right. She es- one of them escaped. Escaped. Yeah. The oldest one wasn't it? I think. Yeah, and then the I think like the the mum and dad or whatever, like when they went to court, they tried to like deny and they'd be like, no, no, we didn't want doing that. Oh, and there's man. that footage of them like going into the house, and it just looks like a hoarder's nightmare. So bad. Yeah. People are cooked, man. <laughs> <laughs> what continent do you reckon that happens the most on? Is there? Do you think there's more like lunatics like that in America, or just some? Super old world European towns where just weird shit like that happens. No all idea. The time. We just happen to hear about it more from America because they just have more media coverage than, you know, anywhere here. But like, and it's always on like a super nice street with, yes. you know, yeah, some suburban fence. town. Whereas yeah. in Europe, it's just like some crusty little dilapidated village. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows, man? Like it's, it always seems to be America, right? Like it's all the like the weird like cults and all that kind of stuff is happening. So unless it's happening over in, you know, European countries that we don't know about because obviously we just don't get that news coverage here. It's just so deep into the, into even like Russia or somewhere, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's pretty, pretty creepy, pretty crazy. (sighs) No, thank you. That's, I don't know. People are... (laughs) 
what? <laughs> Sad to be said. Like, no, no, no thank you. Not for me. No, oh no, it's just like, I just wish it wouldn't happen. Oh, it's going to happen though. I mean, not that specifically. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but you know. It's like when you fucking... see the bloody sad stories of, you know, rest, like people rescuing animals and they've just been like starved and like chained up for five years without being able to, you know, have any love or care. And then like, you know, they're wagging the tail and they're the sweetest little dogs ever. And like, how could humans, one, treat other humans that way, but also treat like harmless, harmless animals as well? Pretty terrible. Just hate it. Why can't everyone just be nice to each other? Treat each other with respect. Part of us all is there's a bit of a demon in all of us, right? Yeah, but like it doesn't mean you have to go like inflict pain on other people. Of course not. But there's different levels of being devilish. Hmm. Some people. I mean, don't they say the people that hurt animals growing up are the ones that turn into serial killers? Or yeah, something like that. Stats are in their favor. Yeah. Well, not in their favor, perhaps. The odds are forever in your favor. Bad shit's always going to happen. The thing is, you can't worry about it from day to day. I know. It stresses me well, out. I, you just, you know. That's the thing with the news and stuff, though. Everything seems like it's around the corner, but it's across many oceans. It can be, with yeah. The, the school shootings, for example. Yeah. And they always talk more about the worst and what the good is happening. Obviously, there's heaps of good that's happening in the world, but yeah, they don't put on the news. But that doesn't get ratings. The grandma down the road, or the I don't know the the local garden. You know, they have community gardens and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they pick the biggest pumpkin ever at the local gardens. <laughs> they tell you the fun stuff, no, the, the chill stuff. They're that's just... like the two second end segment for the night. You know, the little heartfelt thing rather than. You know, talking more about that stuff, but no, that's that's the way that media is. There's always going to be scary stuff out there. Yeah, it's and weird. I mean, it, whose fault is it for watching the news to begin with? Well, huh? Like uh, our fault, I guess. <laughs> our fault. We're all we're all kind of we're consuming just it. dummies. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Lucky glasses. <laughs> well, they give me confidence. Did they? Did you have confidence throughout the whole episode? Yeah. Yeah. You did? The whole episode. Do you want to do another episode? I'm that confident. I can go for a whole another hour. Really? Okay. All right. I'll message the dog walker and be like, yo, leave me out for another half an hour. Thanks. She's like at the front door. She's like, do one more lap. <laughs> Around the block. Um, do I have anything big coming up this week? Um, Other than, I don't, no one wants to hear about like a day off. That's that's chill. Oh, no. Is oh, I finally anything? got a video out, which is good. You did do a video. Yeah. It was very cool. Do you want to tell people about your video on your channel, Sarah? Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. So I filmed it a while back that I had like a bit of a solo date day, just a reboot kind of day. Um, tried a float room for the first time, got a massage, got my hair done, saw the Barbie movie. How was the float room? It was actually really good. Um, you float there for an hour. What? I'll turn it over. I don't think it's going to work. Google look, mum. Google look, mum. That'll do, yeah. Oh, the light bulb. Okay, fine. Um, uh, so, did, <laughs> you, Drew's, I'll have a, you should watch the video version of this one, everybody. Drew's got many expressions happening today, pointing to the screen, all that kind of stuff. Nonverbal, you know. <laughs> Nonverbal cues. Yeah. Um, no, but the float room was really nice. Um, you could opt for music or no music. I opted for music because I wasn't quite sure how I'd feel the first time. Um, but it's just like a like a low, shallow pool, like Epsom salt, so you float really easily. You have like a little float um, halo, they call it, that you put on your head so you can so your head doesn't go underwater. You get earplugs to pop in there so you don't get the salty water in your ears. And you literally just lay there floating for a whole hour. And I think towards the end of it, I might have started to doze off. And then that's when the sort of the soft music got a little bit loud and be like, all right, your time's up. Um, but it was nice. I just – it was just – zoning out in a way and then all you're really doing is like focusing on your floating that's kind of there so it's just more I know it's just relaxing it was like a meditative state almost they had that sensory deprivation it was just very like calming atmosphere and because it's all black as well all dark like nothing was distracting me whatsoever so you couldn't replicate that at home can can you replicate that experience outside of one of those baths um, no, you'd need, would need a bigger bath at home, or if you have a pool, you could probably swim at nighttime maybe, but even then you'd have the noises, you'd have, um, you know, the night sky and all that kind of stuff as well. So, You yeah. think no music next, next time? 
I'll try no music next time. Yeah. See how that goes because the music's sort of distracting in a way. It doesn't put you – it's just something you can focus on. You can just hear that. It's just very soft, calming, kind of like meditative music. Like it's nothing that was like doof, 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 doof. That would be a bit, bit odd kind of thing, you know. Um, no, but it's good. I definitely would want to do it again. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, we'll, we'll do this all again as well yeah. next week. Well, and I made a video about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. It was like I, it took me – it's been about a couple of months because I've just been busy with work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I'm very proud nice to put out. one out. Yeah, go and watch the the video. Sarah mm-hmm. does the descriptions for the show, so she will put a her link. own link in the description oh, okay. for you guys. We'll do. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel mm-hmm. here on YouTube if you're watching, and if you're listening, then Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow along every week, and um, I still consider if you get in, if you're a subscriber now, you still. One of the, the, the early ones. Yes. Pre 100, then uh, you might get a special gift some, somewhere down the line. Somewhere down the line. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys.